In a world that expects young people to spend all their time wasting time, how do we build a life that matters? How do we find what we are made to do and earn a living while doing it? Join me for a behind-the-scenes look as I document my journey of building a business from literally nothing. I'll be sharing what works, what doesn't, and what I am learning each step along the way, as well as interviewing others who are further along the path, both in life and in business. My name is Isaiah Malston, and this is The Worth Living Life. Hey, and welcome to episode three of The Worth Living Life. I'm actually coming to you today from the back deck of a cabin in Branson, Missouri. And the reason we're here is uh, our family actually plays bluegrass gospel music together. I mean, my siblings do. And uh, so we're actually down here in Branson going to Silver Dollar City for a youth and bluegrass contest where we'll be playing with uh, 17 other young uh, family bands or just young bands in general at a contest. Um, and it, it's, it's about the competition. It's fun but it's also about building relationships with other people. And so it's been a really cool thing to be a part of. We were down here last year and uh, came down again this year, just got here in Branson uh, last night. But I was thinking this morning back through part of our journey playing music, um, part of how I got started, how we all got started, and how it's partly impacted my life. So I'm going to briefly touch on that a bit today and... uh, then I think I've got to go practice some music and uh, meet some people and got some activities and such going on. But I figured I'd fit this in this morning before we go and start doing that. So it was interesting. I think I was probably seven or eight years old and uh, my parents had gone to a convention or conference of some sort and they came back with two fiddles, two violins. And I remember dad sitting down on the couch and uh, messing around, with, you know, tightened up the bow, messed around and uh, played Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And as he tells the story, he says, as soon as I figured out that I could do that, I knew my kids could learn it too. And so they signed us up for lessons and we progressed from there. I remember this oldest three to start and then uh, the fourth brother started and then my oldest sister, Hannah, actually started taking lessons probably a year later when she was three years old, which was pretty cool. But for a number of years, we did um, mainly classical music, um, going through the Suzuki method. And we'd play together at, you know, family parties at different events. And mostly it was all, you know, violins. At one point we had up to five, five violins we'd be playing. Somewhere along the way, though, we got introduced to bluegrass music. And I think it may have been through um, both sets of grandparents, actually. The one set listening to a bunch of old Gaither vocal DVDs. And the other set bringing us to a, a concert from a Minnesota bluegrass band. And so we fell in love with that type of music and ended up getting burned out a bit playing and practicing classical up to, I think my older brother Evan and I were practicing two to three hours a day towards the end and got burned out playing music that we didn't enjoy playing. But I remember looking back, my parents, their their mindset behind it is they didn't want to just teach us music or have us learn music uh, in order for a recital or in order to um, be able to play a piece perfectly. But uh, they wanted us to learn how to play music and love music. Because mom talked about, you know, she, she took piano lessons for a lot of years, but only learned for recitals. And I haven't heard her play in, you know, a long time. But they wanted to instill in us not just the ability to make music, but the love for music. And so when we were getting burned out, they said, this is goofy. So uh, they made us stick with it long enough that 
uh, we didn't just give up at the first at the first sight of um, the first set of something being hard. But when it got to a point that we weren't enjoying it anymore for quite a long period of time, we stopped lessons for a while. But it was interesting because it wasn't more than maybe one or two months and we all started picking up different instruments and teaching ourselves how to play different instruments and then started playing together again. And it was pretty cool just the transition we had from that classical into you know bluegrass, gospel, uh, more of that folk style music. But the biggest thing I've probably learned looking back through playing music, and I know there are other other aspects and other hobbies in my life, I guess you could call them, that have had similar things. But one of the biggest impacts that music has made in my life is the people that I've met. You know, I heard a quote that says, all of life, whether it's business, whether it's whatever aspect of life it is, all of life is about relationships and the relationships we build with other people. And the really cool thing about playing music together as a family band is getting into that whole realm and whole atmosphere where they hang out. And so that's going to be one of the coolest things this weekend is getting to meet a whole bunch of the families we met last year and meet some new families. Tonight there's actually a get-together picnic and I think it's an open mic night type thing here at the campground and then probably um, some jamming, which in the bluegrass world is just playing music together um, informally and just messing around. And that'll probably happen tonight. And then tomorrow I think we'll be at Silver Dollar City listening to stuff. And then Saturday is when the competition rolls out. So it's going to be a blast. Looking forward to it. I'm still trying to fit in as much as I can of still learning and still continuing to build uh, on what I'm doing in the business as I'm here. But I'm going to share quick a little bit of the story of what I'm doing now currently as far as building a business and how I got started. So I shared a little bit about how our family got involved with some business coaching uh, through the Ziegler Corporation. Um, and Howard Partridge was our coach, mostly based out of Houston, Texas, and we did some stuff um, down in Florida at Destin. But a lot of that coaching was based on established businesses. And as I looked around, I was one of the only young people in the room. And so over the winter, I kind of stopped attending the different parts because I didn't really feel like it fit where I was at. And so I was looking around trying to figure out where I wanted to go next. Because having been a part of a coaching community and having those relationships, I knew the power of it and the motivation it gives you. Um, and just, just that, that, that community that gets behind you and pushes you for, forward to do something that is possibly out of your comfort zone. Kind of like we talked about last episode. So I was looking for something to be a part of, but wasn't quite sure what it was. And uh, right around, oh, a couple weeks into January, I suppose, of this year, uh, my mom started watching these this, this training on these click funnels things, or these funnel things. And I didn't really have any clue what it was, and so I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. But a couple days into the training, she said, Isaiah, you got to watch these videos. You got you to do this. I was like, okay, kind of, whatever. And so I watched a couple of the training videos and immediately saw the potential um, from a personal growth standpoint and from a business standpoint. And so I signed up for this challenge and completed it and learned what a funnel was. Up to that point, I thought maybe it was kitchen funnels. I, I didn't really know what it was. But what I realized is a funnel in the online marketing world and it works in the offline marketing world too, but a funnel is simply taking an offer and a message 
and putting it in front of the right audience and giving them a clear call to action. So instead of a website that would possibly direct them off into 15 different directions, it was an offer and a message, a story leading them down to one action you wanted them to take. So when I started in the spring, I wanted a way to make a living, but I also, my hope before I heard about ClickFunnels, was to be able to impact young people with what I've been learning and as I continue to learn things I'm learning, but to inspire our generation, my generation, to live lives that matter, to find their purpose and to pursue it. And I thought, you know, maybe at some point further down the road, I'll be able to do that, but I got to make a living first. But what I realized is in the online world, in the online business world, you can mix purpose and business a lot more effectively, especially on something of that nature and for our generation than you could in an offline business. And so I was super pumped and excited. I went to the live event um, called Funnel Hacking Live. And funnel hacking is simply when you're looking at how someone else who has successfully built a business, you look at like who they're talking to, you look at their messaging, you look at how they're structuring their offer, and you model what works. And that's what funnel hacking is. So I went to Funnel Hacking Live in Tennessee and was blown away by the community, by all these people who were like-minded in so many ways and who were on a, a journey to bring as much value to the world as they could. And then the profits would follow. And I was super impressed by that. And as soon as I got there, I knew they would probably pitch a coaching program and I already knew I was going to buy it. I didn't know how much it was going to be, nothing of that clue, but I knew I was going to buy it because I knew I wanted that continuing education and community and the ability to make a living while making an impact. And so I sat through, what, four or five days of training, awesome training. I learned a whole ton and I'll probably share a little bit of what I learned as I continue podcasting but also built some lasting friendships and uh, they pitched the coaching program and um, you know, I, I was following right along. I, I kind of knew the format at this point. So I was following along the offer as they're giving the bonuses and what, what this coaching program was going to look like. Uh, and they called it the two comma club X program because in the click funnels world, when you have a funnel or a business that makes a million dollars, you get a two comma club award. And so I'm following along and I'm totally on board. And then they put the price up on screen. And I kind of had to gulp a little bit. And it was 25 grand a year or $2,500 a month. And I looked at it and I thought about it. And the first thought that hit my head was, you know, 20 years from now, when I look back, will I wish I wouldn't have or wish I would have made this move? And I was thinking about that and thinking about, you know, maybe 50, 100 years from now. Do I want to be, you know, remembered by my grandchildren as, oh, he, uh, he liked reading books and uh, yeah, he was a pretty funny guy. Or do I want them to remember that time where I made a leap of faith and made a difference that impacted my children and my children's children um, in the impact that our family is able to leave. And so I kind of swallowed a little bit and walked to the back of the room and made that first payment to sign up for the coaching program. And it's probably been one of the best things I've ever done um, business-wise or earning a living-wise I've ever done in my life because of the community and the people that I've met who are all headed in that same direction of building a successful business that is focused first on providing tons and tons of value to the people they want to serve 
before worrying about a profit, knowing that a business will follow when you take care of people, when you build those relationships. So it's been cool for me, this whole journey of building a business and how it's been stretching me outside of my comfort zone, making me do things I'm not comfortable with, but also showing me the things that I love doing and am comfortable with and helping me to get better at those. And so I'm super excited to see what this journey holds as I continue to build relationships with people, as I continue um, not only in my life as in this music that we're doing, building those relationships, but through business, the connections I'm able to make and the people that I'm able to help with what I've learned so far has me super excited and stoked to see what these next even couple months hold, but all the way through the next year. And uh, so if, if you're interested in learning more about what ClickFunnels is, what it does. I'll probably be touching more on that in future episodes. Um, But I'll drop a link below too. Uh, It's an affiliate link, but it's going to be for a 14-day free trial. If you already have an established business, it's an awesome way to show you kind of the tools and how it works. Um, But also, I'll probably be talking more in the future about the challenge that I took. It's called the One Funnel Away Challenge. And I'll be putting together a bonus offer for if anybody wants to sign up under my affiliate link, I will put together an offer for um, what bonuses I'll give you for signing up underneath me. Um, there's a lot of a lot of people with a lot of really cool bonuses, but I'm going to see what I can do to compete with them and to offer a lot of value for especially younger people signing up for the One Funnel Away Challenge. So um, we'll see how much podcasting I end up having time to do this weekend. Um, one thing that is holds in the future is I did an interview with Tom Ziegler um, a couple months ago about his morning routine. I was writing an ebook on seven ways that waking up early will transform your life. And I wanted to interview him because I remembered he had an, a pretty amazing and pretty um, consistent morning routine. And so I interviewed him and found out a couple of really cool key nuggets that helped me out. So I'll be dropping dropping that interview on a podcast hopefully within the next few days Um, we'll see what internet space i have and what time i'm able to make in our schedule Um, but otherwise i um i look forward to seeing you guys on the next podcast hey thank you for tuning in to today's podcast i truly appreciate it if you enjoyed it i would appreciate if you would subscribe if you'd like to connect head on over to instagram or facebook remember this life you are living is worth it. Until next time, this is your friend, Isaiah Malstead.